Hello, ladies and gentlemen. On display. Mm -mm. On display. So I just started recording. On display. On display. On display, on display, on display. I'm just gonna cut this out. Each and every day, every day, every day. The paparazzi's waiting on me to fall, but you can keep it on. I've been practicing that for days. It's like I love this song. It needs. A fucking Broadway show. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was my uh, Les Miserables version of On Display by Melissa Gorga for those of you who are questioning it and wondering what's happening. I still question, and I knew what was happening, and I'm still trying to figure out why the hell it was happening. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is not the way we start the show. <laughs> For for a show as iconic as this, you have to pay the homage. So if you all are wondering what show it may be this week, if you don't know Melissa it is, or on display, as I did right. not. <laughs> this was her, uh, this is her first experience with the show. I knew who uh, it Melissa is. Gorga was just from watching Bravo, but I had never seen the show, and I did not know of this music. You career. didn't know about her failed pop career. Music career. <laughs> So we will be discussing season four of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yes. yes. Honestly, it's Real Housewives of New Jersey is one of my favorite shows. Well, it was. <laughs> was. It's just one of my favorite end. shows. Um I know I'm not I don't watch the newer seasons. After season seven, I was done. I mean, I heard it was like, okay, this is stupid. Everybody said if there was a season opening to watch, this season opening was the one to watch. Yes. They said, season no, four is they just said iconic. this current season opening is the one to watch. They said it outdoes every other oh. season of New Jersey. Really? That's what I've been hearing. See, and but I don't like these new girls because they are their arguments don't have like real stakes attached. Because they don't know each you know? other, do they? <laughs> they don't really not like that. Yeah, so no. in the beginning, those they were earlier all like seasons. Family, so yeah, they were all like their arguments and their fights have more weight because of the relationships that they hold with each other. Mm-hmm. And seasons one and two, there was a woman on who was calling <laughs> child protective services on people. So. <laughs> you can see real steak. <laughs> yeah. So we we begin with just a tidbit from season three because the season finale from season three should have honestly just been the first episode of season four. The well, the reunion from season three kind of was the first episode of season four. Yeah. And I'll tell you, how did you watch it? Did you just watch it straight through? So I watched, so I started watching the reunion, right? Because I was just going to watch the season three reunion and then season four. So I started watching the reunion and they were, I got about 10 minutes in. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I am confused. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> so I went <laughs> and actually watched the season. I think there's a couple episodes of season three I didn't watch because I might have fell asleep. 
but actually why yeah. I was so fucking confused. I was just like, wait, what? Why do y'all, what is happening? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, why do y'all hate each other? Ain't y'all family? What is, I am confused. So <laughs> I watched season three and then the reunion and then I went straight into season four. So I had come to, I still had season three fresh in my mind as I'm watching season four. Yeah, you had that. You had the full context yeah, of the story. Yeah. Okay. Um, when I was watching it, I watched the last episode of season three first, and then I'd watch the season three. I put the season three reunion right in after the posh fashion show, so it was happening in, in this chronological order. So, because- so wait, wait, wait. So you watched. The se- the last episode of season three. First. Which was The Book episode. The, yes, the book signing. So then you went mm-hmm. from there. Oh no, the book release. Yes, yes. When yes. everybody and finds everybody out. out about the shit that she wrote about them in the books. And then yep. you went from there to the fashion show from season four? Well, no, I went from that last episode, the season finale of season three, into the season into season four. Oh, okay, and, and then, then the I watched after right watched. at the posh fashion okay, show because remember they said that it it, the the the, fa- the, reun- the season the three night reunion before the night a- the day after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had watched it in this like chronological now, order because if you if watch I it, known what event they were talking about because each time I was like, well, that ain't big enough for her not to show up. That ain't big enough. I was really waiting. For the moment. I was like, what event is this? <laughs> I was like, this is not that deep. Like, what are we talking about? No. And for that season, like a lot of shit happened in season three, but it wasn't. I don't know. For me, it didn't make sense that, with how hot they were during the reunion. Yeah, because I was, I watched and I was like, damn, how y'all this pissed? What the fuck happened? Right. Like, it's like she just, said some stupid shit, shit but damn. Like, I was like, they gotta be something deeper. And they kept saying, well, something happened last night because we shooting season four. So I was like, okay, now I gotta mm-hmm. figure out what the fuck going on in season four. Yeah. And, we get and when you <laughs> when you watch it, it makes it makes more sense. Yeah. Like, you actually understand, like, oh, this is it's why. Like, okay, now I get why he was that pissed because I've been pissed too. Like, right. Because, okay. like, season three, Caroline is calling people garbage, says she was in a whirlwind of bullshit. It's yeah, like, damn, like, that's a lot for a book. Yeah, I, was, I was like, because she said you won 16th Italian lady? I, it's like, damn, bitch. It's like, you Italians, y'all take that shit to heart yeah, for real. Like, god damn. You Call this bitch garbage over saying you one sixteenth Italian? Y'all are wild. It's like, damn, ma'am, this is very extreme. This is an extreme reaction that's happening. <laughs> and then Jacqueline ain't even there, and none of it made I sense. Because like, okay, so I thought she was on her list. She's just like, I want to be like, here. I'm not, I'm just not fucking with y'all. And then, so <laughs> and then you get. <coughs> The other one just hollering and calling niggas garbage. I was like, over a cookbook? Over what felt like nothing. Because it was just, it made no sense. Something happened last night, but that season four, I'm like, so stop bringing it up because I don't understand what the fuck is going on. (laughs) Right. Like, if you're going to bring up season four, if you're going to bring this stuff up, like, 
it would behoove, behoove you to talk just enough about it to get people interested in the but next see, season. The thing. Because I was watching this reunion, I was really trying to figure out what the fuck happened to piss everybody off. I was already into it. I was already <laughs> like, I need to see what the fuck happened to everybody that's pissed. Because it can't be over a fucking cookbook. <laughs> no, not at all. Not a f- uh, skinny uh, diet cookbook at that girl. <laughs> skinny Italian. It wasn't even that. Was it that <laughs> one or was it the next one? Whatever the fuck. That Fabulous. <laughs> a, I think it was Skinny Italian. That's a terrible I, no, it might have been Fabulous. Because I think Skinny Italian was already out by then. Because one of them was wearing a Skinny Italian T-shirt. Yeah, when they went when they were working out. Yeah, I think Jacqueline I was. Think so She's the only one that would make sense. Um, everybody else hates Teresa. Yes. So everybody, before, including her family. Before we get into, before we get too far into it, one, I'm gonna say this loud. I'm gonna scream it. Bravo, Andy Cohen. I hope this get to y'all. Y'all really dragged yeah. it with that Potomac fight with the bullshit Teresa has pulled. Yes, y'all very much so. It. Completely <laughs> and utterly. Because completely Teresa and has utterly. dragged Andy across the floor like a fucking red. Yes, dog. she has. Yes, she Teresa has. Teresa has flipped tables at bitches. Pull over. Teresa table flip. So. <laughs> I was listening to another podcast and one of the lead producers on Real Housewives in New Jersey from season one to season seven or eight was a black woman. Okay. Right? Oh, oh, that makes sense. She went from working for MTV and doing cribs and all that and then went over to do Real Housewives in New Jersey. Right? So she okay. was. So they asked her, "Was she there for the table flip?" She was like, "Yes." <laughs> they said, "What did you do when she flipped that table?" She said, "I called my mama because I thought I was about to get fired." <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> and they was like, "What?" She said, "I called my mother," and I was like, "Teresa just flipped the table. What do I do?" She said, "Her mother said, stop talking to me and keep filming." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's it. Keep the camera rolling. Get the fuck out the way. So then she That's all you got to do. And walking into watching this with this information kind of changed the way I watched it. Mm-hmm. Because she did talk about how later in like, you know, in like season 4 around the time of like the season 4 reunion Season three reunion, season four reunion, somewhere later after the table flip, they started finding notebooks of like Teresa and Joe writing down the little bullshit they gonna do. Oh, so it was, seriously! It was all like super planned out on their end, even more so than anybody else even knew, because they're literally writing down like this will get a reaction, this will get a reaction, this you know, like they're like planning out what they were gonna do. That I could see that. So it's like considering all the trouble they got into and the necessity that Bravo served exactly. at that point for them. Exactly. So it was like. So I could see that. Walk, having that information in my head walking into this really did change the way I looked at all of that. At, yeah. Well, at least what Teresa did. Yeah. I f- see. For years, I. For years, I thought she was just dumb and mean. Yeah. But I think in rewatching it, it's like, yeah, you are dumb and mean, but you 
are extremely calculated. Yeah, you're dumb and mean, but you're calculatingly mean. Like, it's like, yeah. you're gonna hit in a way that gets the biggest reaction because you need those covers. Teresa is the Italian Sarah Palin. Yes. yes. Oh, and actually, speaking of Teresa, um, this week, her, she... I think she put her house up, and I think her house is selling, or she cut her dropped, her, dropped the price the of her price home. of her house to two million dollars, and that was from like two point five, no. which that's down from five. I was say, it initially was listed at five, and then it got dropped yeah. to three, I think, and now it's at two. Okay, but houses ain't selling over here. <laughs> no, nothing that big, and it's but I know where she lives, like I know the town. That she lives in mm-hmm. everything under in that town is, Franklin like, is super big, but also crazy. Expensive. Yeah, like it's just not those houses aren't selling. Just like it's houses over here in my neighborhood that's been for sale for months and months, some for two years. They just not moving. Ain't nobody buying them kind of houses. Not right now. Yeah, they don't have the money for it. Well, I was reading an article too because in that same in that same article, I think it said it, it is it's actually a buyer's market right now, which it makes is. sense. I mean, the world is ending. I mean, like, this is essentially 2008 all over again. Bitch, don't you have these flats? And we are watching Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Jesus. It's Jesus Christ. This, it's 2008 all over again. This is... Yeah. When you're ready to take the dive into 2009. <laughs> All right, so we open up with the first, the last episode of season three, uh, just for a quick second, because it really is a, a preface it is. to season four. Um, in the last episode of season three, we find out that, well, we don't need to talk about Ashley. Ashley ain't nothing. Um, oh, her daughter. Mainly, I yeah, is Ashley? I forgot her daughter. Jacqueline, Ashley... Mother daughter fucked up relationship done for the done for the episode. <laughs> I looked at what Ashley's doing now. She's getting divorced. Yeah, and she she got her shit together. She did. Ashley Eventually, got her shit together. Once she went to California, she got her shit together. And... Yeah, she the, the thing is, and just quick, and then we'll move on. Ashley grew up. Unfortunately, she had the worst time in her teens shown on television, yeah. and unfortunately for her. It's fucked up. And like, this is shit that normal people do and normal people privileged. go through. She also grew up right. privileged. And then it was like, now she's on TV and kind of being told to figure it out. Because at this point now, she's uh-huh. 19, you know? And they're like, oh, well, you got to do da-da-da-da-da. All the stuff that they never asked her to do before. And this is what I always yes. say. It doesn't matter what your economic status is. You cannot wait till a kid get to be 18, 19, and then expect them just to be just to know how to do shit if you've never had them do shit before. Because this is what's going to happen. There is not a switch that turns on. It's not like, oh, yeah, adulthood, here it I is. Exactly I've been waiting for this. It's like, no, girl, you don't. Right. It's not like puberty where your body changes and all of a sudden you know how to buy a home for yourself. Right. Like, it just doesn't work that way. I wish it did, for God's yeah, sake. No. <laughs> but Ashley's better. She's unfortunately she's going through through a divorce. She's got two kids. She's she looks good. She's looks happy. So do your thing, Ashley. Um so we open up with the infamous uh Fabia Fab, Fab oh god. The 
cookbook. <laughs> we open up with the cookbook. Uh, and within the cookbook, Teresa writes what she thinks is this heartfelt, funny, sweet opening. Uh, no, she doesn't. For her friends and family. I don't believe it. I know she kept saying that, but there's no way that she I didn't believe that. it either. No, not at all. She said not the bitch was as Italian as Olive Garden. She did not think that was funny. Did she you. not? Like, she's raggedy. Bitch. <laughs> did she not? She talked about this woman. She talked about Caroline Manzo's uh, heritage. She talked about how she cooked meatballs. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, are you, how do you read a bitch about her meatballs in a book, though? In a hundred thousand copy book. <laughs> like, girl, stop. In a cookbook. So she talked about uh, her heritage, her meatballs. She talks about her son. She record, talks about Chris. For the record, I've been to Italian restaurants ran by Italians that fry their meatballs. That is not an unheard yes. of thing. <laughs> No, and actually, to be honest with you, I was taught how to make meatballs by my grandmother, who was taught how to make meatballs by an Italian woman, and that's how they did it. Right. And you put a little golden raisin in the center. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess it adds just a little bit of sweetness. But that's how you do it, girl. Yeah. I don't know what kind of newfangled... And also, too, I don't like how Teresa... I don't like what Teresa thinks... Ital- being Italian is and that it is a monolith. Yes. Because within Italy and she herself says, oh, I don't speak Italian. I speak dialect. Meaning that she speaks a regional she dialect. Meaning that there are other versions of this. Yeah. Like the, there and are also, different aspects of this culture, also, girl. Um, She's an idiot because what you're not about to sit here and do is act like dialect is a language. Because you're right. You do speak, you keep saying, I don't speak Italian, I speak dialects, because you don't speak Italian. You know certain words from whatever region your family's from. Yep, that's so it. You don't speak Italian like, or she knows a dialect how... of Italian, you just don't speak it. Like, that's just what it is. She knows, I feel like, yeah, she just knows the regional. She knows family phrases. And, and that's like, it. Slang. That's really it. That's all she knows. Her husband Joe is the one that knows, and Ali. But well, he, I guess it makes sense. But he came here from Italy. Yeah, no, but I was thinking about him also knowing Spanish because we find out he also knows Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we find out that Caroline Caroline is one sixty Italian. That uh, Teresa She's does not condone her daughters. And one six and one sixteen. When she said that, I was just like, you know what? Nah. This is nah. Uh, I I don't even think I could be personally because I feel like their shade is so oddly placed. Like they say things to each other that hurt each other that to me is like that's But it, it like has to that's how you know that they're all super close. Cause that was what I used to say about the early early seasons of Atlanta too really the early seasons of all of these shows because everybody that's on there have like super close relationships 
So it's like uh, yeah, especially in the beginning, the shade that they throw. It's like what the fuck does that mean? Like, it's, like why? Bitch, why, <laughs> why are you mad about only, this? That's the type of shade. Like it's the type of shade like me and you could throw. Somebody else would be like, why is she mad? But then I'd be like, I hate that bitch. Like because it's like something you would know <laughs> that would hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> I just never seen so many people get mad about being called garbage. It was like that's that's it? also a very Italian or scum. Thing. That's a very very Italian thing. I was trying to figure out, like, I was trying to look up why, so, like, why is this like such a like insult? So, and anybody out there can correct me if I am wrong, but from the information that I was given. When <laughs> this is gonna sound silly, so I gotta find a way to make it make sense, right? The <laughs> the reason why calling somebody garbage is such a big thing in two Italians is because in Italy, much like New York, you will find garbage stacked, right? Well, okay. In Italy, you know the. The old trope about all the mob guys running the sanitation, and if they don't like you, they just won't come pick up your trash and all that other shit. Yeah, well, it's a real thing in Italy, right? So sanitation yeah. workers are king. So if you see somebody's home with a lot of garbage stacked in front, that usually signifies they- that they're a rat, right? Okay. So that's why calling someone garbage is such a big thing to Italians just because you only see it if that person is a rat. Okay. That's what I was told. That makes... I could see that. Okay, I could see that. It made sense to me. Um, I was like, sure, let's go with this. (laughs) No, I mean, I can see that because I also question at the same time, too, you look at something like Mob Wives Mm -hmm. where every episode somebody's a rat. But in this, they never say that. Well, that's... Like, that word never comes out. Okay, so, you know, Caroline's family has a connected history with the mob, you know, um, Teresa... Uh, uh, Alleged, because she said multiple times that they don't, but alleged, uh, alleged. I didn't realize we were still saying allegedly, because the reports I saw said it was definite, but okay, sure, we'll say allegedly. (laughs) Alleged. <laughs> um, there's also alleged connections with Teresa's family in the mob, right? That the I believe. The difference between because you'll get to you get this is the difference because their families were never accused of snitching or any of that stuff. Where if you look at mob wives, at least two of their family members were snitching. Yeah. So and we see we see that shit play yeah. out. So you they tend to throw it around a lot more because it got thrown at them because of what their fathers did or their uncles or whoever else may have done. In Renee's case, yeah. her father and her husband. So Bitch. Renee Graziano. Yeah. So it's like they tend to throw it around a lot more because they're more sensitive to it. Whereas you look at this side with their family where that, that type of stuff have never come up. At least not publicly. I, they're not as they yeah. don't throw it around as loosely because it has the connotations with it. I also feel too they're not necessarily as immediately 
connected no. to as mob wives they're not. is. They're a little bit further removed, but still kind of respect the codes, you know? Yeah, and they, they talk, and that's the first thing, that first word you just said, they talk about that. Yeah. All they the time. Do. Respect and loyalty. Yeah. Um, okay, so we get to, everybody's reading the book. So Caroline is reading the book with her family. Um, she's reading it with her kids, Chris, Albie, Lauren, and I don't even think um, Albert is there. Her husband ain't never around. Her, her husband don't want nothing to do with this shit. Living his life, he don't be having time. I feel like her husband. This nigga be like, I got weddings to do. The reports I read is that her husband was in the mob allegedly. They said it was like her husband's father. I think. I read that her and that husband it had to was do with her husband's involved, father's but I'm death. Say allegedly, because I don't know. <laughs> you know, um, so uh, Teresa's cousins, cousin Kathy and her husband Richie, mm-hmm. are also reading the book. Which I don't even know why you talked about Kathy like at all. You don't even acknowledge that the woman's in the room, but all of a sudden you want to write, right. put them in the book. I'm also very confused. Is Kathy's husband Italian? I'm no, like, isn't he Kathy's from, like, husband is Lebanese. <laughs> yeah, it's funny so why too is he because all these very, very Italian. I think it's because I think he grew up in. I think he grew up in Brooklyn in a heavy Italian oh, okay. neighborhood. That makes sense. All right. Yeah. Because I was and very he, confused as to like who he, what his deal was. <laughs> right. And look, as long as he ain't, as long as it has nothing to do with black folks, sir, you can be and do whatever That's you what want to be. You live your right. life. Right. And also, I, <laughs> I just feel, I feel like this is truly authentic Richie, I think so. Just too. with I think a he's one of the little bit of you know, genuinely being himself and not playing it up for the cameras. And that's right, wrong, or indifferent, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially in his case. Yes. Um. Mo, Melissa was talking to her sister Lisa. Lisa with the Y. I noticed that. Yeah. Her sister gets uh, about the book. I know her sister. I don't like her, her sister. sister. Is so her. They could have just left also, her. They could have left her out of Melissa it. Is Melissa black? She is not. Not even a little bit? No. I'm very confused by her facial structure. She looks like I, a light-skinned black woman. I don't know. Well, You know what, too? Did you see their friend Dolores who pops in and pops out every yes. once in a while? I thought the same thing about Dolores too. Yeah, her sister looks like a light skinned black woman. They look possibly. They look, they look something. I think it's something. They look ambiguously know. ethnic. <laughs> <laughs> no, according to Melissa, um, she's not. Yeah, she's Melissa like, I've been asked about it all the time. Yeah, Melissa said she's not, but I was like, Ugh. she just got a. She has a long face. She has a pretty long face. Even, which, we'll get into that too. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's just so many things about her. Now, I think... I'm pretty sure... Because she looks exactly like her father. Like when you saw the pictures of her father. And then you look at her mother. So maybe possibly something on her father's side that dad doesn't know. Because she does have more of a... Um, 
you know, Italians have that, like, olive complexion that can get pretty damn dark, yeah. oddly. Yeah, that's why, like, with them, they go kind of, all of them kind of go hard. They hard is an understatement. With the bronzer and the, the, tan, the self-tanner, but Italian people tend to get dark anyway. Yeah, um, and but these girls is, like, damn near my complexion. Yeah. They like my skin they tone. Go, they go hard with the, oof, oof. <laughs> So Lisa and Melissa are talking about um, Teresa's book, and Teresa says that Melissa's been copying off of her her whole life. Which is so weird. <laughs> like, it's so strange. I didn't get like I. I don't understand why you would write it, write this shit in the book, and then put your hands up. Yes, and just and like that's oh, such it's a funny. Thing it's with funny. Her. It's just like. Why, why why do we do the shit and then yeah oh i didn't i don't know what you're talking about i just it, it wasn't and it's like what are we are right. we stupid like is everybody dumb like i'm confused like Teresa is constantly the confused victim and there's no way of getting around that in any way shape yeah. form or fashion like she's just always the fucking victim um so we got to everybody reading the book Jacqueline also reads the book Jacqueline is confused and she has a conversation with Teresa about well did you really mean to insult everybody in this book and she goes I mean it's all a joke haha <laughs> funny and then Jacqueline picks the book up and shakes it and goes where does it say it was a joke <laughs> like this bitch was waiting for a little tab to come out to say gotcha right. bitch when she to pick that book up and shook it and said, "Where does it say it's a joke?" And <laughs> I live for Jacqueline. I live for Jacqueline. That bitch is like, I will love you until the end. However, you fuck me over, bitch, and I will destroy your family. <laughs> like, I'm here and I'm down, but. We got to make stuff make sense because this don't make no sense. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so also at the same time that the book is released, um, Teresa is also is doing, um, I think she had like a seven cover deal with In Touch. And I remember that period very Cause, distinctly cause because every week. With Bravo. Uh-huh. And well, yeah, because she wasn't t- willing to talk about it on the show. Yeah. And Bravo said, we're going to talk about this. So, so this is what I have read. Now, I say what I have read because what I was reading did say from an anonymous source. So it could be true. It could be bullshit, right? It could be Teresa herself saying this. I don't really know. But the whole point, the reason why that, that deal was such a sticking point with Bravo it was less about the fact that she didn't want to talk about her legal issues because she would have talked about them. But Mm -hmm. Bravo said, no, they're not giving her a pay raise because of her legal issues, which is what she asked. She said, because she was bringing a bigger storyline than anybody else, she should get a pay raise. They said, no. Well, yeah. And then the other thing is because they said that they're not going to just give her the space to just relentlessly bash everybody else, which is what she did in those magazines. So that is, yeah, she did. She did the cover deal, but she had the cover scheduled 
so that they would hit right before she had to film with whoever. Oh, shit. See, I I thought on Bravo's end, it was, you refuse to talk about this on our show, but you want to take your ass in touch. Well, guess what? You may not want to go into details, but we're going to talk about you not talking about it on the show. (laughs) It's like, we're going to squeeze as much out of this as we can. That's why she kept reacting the way she did, because it was like, she basically used in touch to fuel her screen time on Bravo since they wouldn't give her a paper. Damn. Okay, I mean it makes I mean that makes sense. She, she planned like, especially with the amount well. of shit. Especially with the amount of shit like Teresa in season 4 has to financially deal yeah. with. Like yeah, that makes sense. And if you look at everything after season 4 kind of always happened right when they were filming. What do you mean? So, you know, they they go to jail, right? But yeah. you know that they worked it out so that they go to jail at different times. I know. That pissed me off. Me too. But Teresa's was scheduled for when the cameras were on. And you know what? There was... It wasn't much of a hiatus, too. It was maybe a two-year hiatus between season five airing and season... I think it was season... No, it's season six that she goes. So between season six and season seven airing. Mm -hmm. So they... And really... Really, there was no production just for a year. That's really just it. Because it's six... She goes, they film, and then Seven comes out. And if I remember correctly, they're still filming the end of Seven while Seven is released. Yeah, because they delayed it so that when she got out, she could come back to the show. Yeah, and actually the girls, all the girls were like, well, why are we waiting? Like, we could have just done this. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, ma'am. <laughs> they worked their schedule out around her going and getting out of jail. And that's, so that's what I'm saying. She literally just... Because she needed the money. They yeah, knew he was going to get um, deported. Everybody with any kind of like common sense when you saw all the facts knew that that was going right. to happen. Like everybody saw that shit. And the thing but, is, you know, wishful thinking was their cash cow. <laughs> yeah, because they Bravo invested initially those first two seasons in the Manzos. Yeah. Because they thought that they were going to be the ones. And when Dina left, they had to figure some shit out. They got rid of Danielle. They got rid of Danielle and Dina was, yeah, Dina was gone. So it only left Teresa, Carolyn, Jacqueline. And Danielle had already dropped the T on Teresa having issues with her family. Mm-hmm. So Bravo was like, yo, what's the, yep. you got a cousin and a, a sister-in-law, so bring them on on. Because she claimed she had no idea that either of them was going to join the show, but I don't believe that. That's And that's interesting, too, because um, Melissa flat out says, I signed my contract on a Friday. By that Sunday, you called me and cussed me out because I signed my contract. Yeah. So you already knew before the cameras were up 
that this was going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't a surprise. It wasn't like you just came to the christening. Bravo cameras happened to be there. All you knew all of this shit. And, Teresa knew all. Teresa knows all. Of this shit. You knew before the contract even got to her because you won the show. Yes. Oh, look, come on now. You knew before the contract even got to her. Bitch, yes, so you did. Didn't act she like knew on season four that you had no fucking idea. Right, and you mean to tell me that your parents, who you see once a week, every week, had no idea that Melissa was going to be on the right. show? And that they weren't going to tell you if they knew? Right. It's like, girl, you have multiple avenues of information. Exactly. Get out of here. Exactly. Okay, so... Oh my god, what were we talking about? Uh, so much happens. <laughs> so, okay, I'm about to breeze through it so we can get into the, se- the actual season that we are still be talking about. So it's like, you know... Oh no, we're in it. ...to the cookbook. The season, everybody, everybody's kind of done with Teresa because of the shit she said in the cookbook. Everybody kind of reacts, whatever. It's over. We get to the reunion, and it's like a level of hostility that doesn't make any sense to the point where they didn't <laughs> talk about really anything that happened in season three. They say talking about this event that happened the <laughs> night before the reunion, and I, it's like I was like, y'all, it's not this pissed about this cookbook, so. <laughs> <laughs> or this fashion show. Like, I was like, what is happening? So then we go into season four and it opens with. It opens with them. They were still talking about the cookbook. They were still talking about the cookbook. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were still talking about the cookbook. No, I got, I was leading into the magazines. That's where I was going. Yeah. Because it we, goes cookbooks yes, and then magazines. That, that becomes a big sticking point in season four too. Yeah. It's cookbooks, magazines, Napa reunion. Then that everything else is just kind of like yeah. But those are like the four main. Um. So Teresa but has also, been we, withholding information by season four. Teresa's so deluded that she's literally hanging out with a fan. You talking about Kim yes. D? Because yeah. she was like, "Oh, she was a fan of the show, and now she's my friend." Yeah, like you're literally hanging yep. out with your fans because you're so yes. delusional at this point that nobody can tell you anything that's it and you hanging out with it that, and that woman is like she's uh, awful she is just terrible she, she is she's literally the a female joker yes. like she looks like the joker yes. so lisa alisa lord um Teresa has been avoiding conversations regarding her financial and possible criminal status mm-hmm. with her castmates. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. <laughs> when it came out, I almost laughed too. It just kind of rolled out. <laughs> um, so she's been talking about uh, avoiding these kind of conversations with all of her castmates. Meanwhile, her castmates are reading shit in magazines. They don't know what's true, they don't know what isn't. And she's also, there are also some very unbecoming things written about these people in the magazines. So some of them, it goes, it's a combination of, for some of them, concern and hurt. But for Caroline, it is, get the fuck out of my home. I never want to see you again. Like, Caroline's just very, boom. This doesn't make sense. I don't want to be bothered with this. I'm over this. Get the fuck away from me. Which I, everybody's like, Caroline's a bitch. Da 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 da. I was like, I don't think she's a bitch. I just think she's over this shit. Because think about all of this shit. A that... lot of things. It's kind of like, um, that's extreme for this moment, but it's because you're letting a whole <laughs> lot of other stuff happen in between. Right, and there's also they also always talk about the sh- like shit that's being said, but they never shy away from that. 
they always talk about shit that's being said behind the scenes. Yeah. So we see just a little bit, but there was way more shit attached now, to Carolyn it. Carolyn was very mean to her daughter, though. That did. That did. That did make me uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And I, I, I think I, I get what she was trying to do, but it's just it wasn't the way to like, do it. I get people try to pull that tough love shit. Like I get it, but that don't really work on most. It doesn't work it for every kid losing weight on most people for various reasons. Like I just don't. Yeah, it's, it's not effective. It's more hurtful than anything, especially if it's somebody who's already having like body image issues and self-esteem issues it's just more hurtful than anything especially a young woman who is just now starting her career just really trying to get her life going she's in her early 20s and she's also on fucking television and, in a very and she has issues with her body and we know italians like many black people they, tend to them niggas the don't pull no punches but they also tend yes. to the boys over the girls so she's already competing with the fact that her two older brothers on their first time out, did something successful. And her first time mm-hmm. out didn't work out that way. Yeah. I I very much I very much love Lauren Manzo. I wish that I wish they would bring her on as one of the housewives to just bring a Manzo back. Because she can hold her yeah. own. And she proved that she shit. Did <laughs> she get everybody together? We'll go in because it's it's these little moments in, in amongst stuff important stuff that happens where Lauren fucking shines. <laughs> <laughs> so the biggest confrontation with a magazine comes with um, Jacqueline and Teresa, and bitch, they were out there for yeah. hours. Did you see the daylight I change? Did. I noticed. I was like, so y'all just out here, just sun up to sundown, huh? Just just going at it. Just having intense ass conversations. <laughs> so, Jacqueline asks Teresa the question that we all want to know: What the hell's going on? Because we're seeing this stuff in magazines, and Jacqueline actually means this. Nobody, I don't. Jacqueline means it, and her Teresa's brother and Teresa's family mean it when they ask. Yeah. Caroline also doesn't ask. Yeah, unless she's just like you're trying to prove that Teresa's yeah. a liar. But Jacqueline's concerned. And Teresa's like, well, they asked me. Her entire, her entire um, defense for this is, well, they asked me. And Jacqueline's like, but, but not even, I not don't even know what's going they on. Asked me. They asked me, but I can't control what they print. That's it, like, too. What did you say? They're printing direct I, quotes. It ain't out of context. This is what you said. And it's not just you. It's your husband exactly. as well. We go from Jacqueline doesn't know if Teresa's going to jail and gonna be scared, if Teresa's planning to have a boy, if Teresa's the pretend puppy, <laughs> the pretend puppy. She's scared of dogs, but there's a dog there's there. A dog. We're gonna just hold on the cover. Right. I remember seeing that magazine cover too. What is it? I'm I'm a little bloop bloop bloop. So the words are escaping me. But what is it when you are already married and you decide to recommit Renew yourself? Your vows. What is that called? Thank you. She didn't know if you go re- and they renewed their vows like every married couple in trouble. And, right. <laughs> and then put it on the cover of the magazine. And put it on the cover of the magazine. Now, so at and the time, Jacqueline rightfully happened, asked. I didn't. You know, I didn't watch it, but I did used to. 
<laughs> I'm gonna admit this. This is a judgment free zone. I used to order shoes from Just Fab. And Oh yeah. And, okay. um, you would always get an in touch subscription with your shoes. Oh, bitch, she was getting Teresa. So they would come to my house all the time. However she decided she pronounced her name this week, because I heard Judah Judah DJ. Like, how G-U-D-J. Like, it's... I know. Shout out to Jacqueline for pointing that shit out. Whoever you are, Judah, Judah DJ, Judah Mama. So I used to get these covers, and I was like, I don't care about her. Like, it's just, I don't care. Well, me and Lance were like obsessed with this show, so we were all over it, like <laughs> all over it. Um, but they're still sitting outside and they're talking. Jacqueline rightfully asks the question of what the hell's going on, and Teresa gives her excuse of, "Well, they just asked me, and I asked you not to talk about this on camera, whatever." But then Caroline's ass come lurking out of nowhere, she she like popped up out the bushes, like so y'all talking? Bitch, What's did happening? she not? Right? She's like, "Why are y'all yelling?" <laughs> and everybody's like oh shit <laughs> like literally everybody's face goes fuck she did come out of nowhere I was like but where you coming from I'm confused why are you right. here she's like why I just dropped here? <laughs> she's like I just dropped off bathing suits and I come out here and I hear y'all yelling like what's going on and Caroline proceeds to slay Teresa yet again <laughs> <laughs> well for the first time this season yes. <laughs> so there is now a um, big rift because caroline thinks that Teresa's a big ass liar of course <laughs> jacqueline is genuine genuinely concerned and I hurt am confused by her about friend what the hell is happening completely confused <laughs> like jacqueline has jacqueline is the i uh, I will always say this about people. There's some people in this world, and I aspire to be this person, that whenever they walk into a room, they're just happy to be there. You know? That's Jacqueline. She's just like, oh, you want to paint some clay pots? Cool, let's do it. Everything (laughs) is fun and adventurous to her. She's just like, I just want to, just sunshine and rainbows. and Right. Especially with all the shit she's got to deal with between an autistic son, a kind of asshole daughter at the time. Like, when she's out, she just wants to have fun. (laughs) You know, her things. And, you know, she's successfully co-parenting with her ex-husband. And she even like his new wife. And it's just... Mm -hmm. Which her ex-husband is kind of handsome. He is. He is. Yeah. It's a couple of, like, Chris, her husband... Did you see that earlier I picture did. of him? I was like, okay, you ain't bad looking. You could have got it. Caroline's older boy is actually kind of cute too. Albie, I had I always had the biggest yeah, crush on Albie. And so is Melissa's husband. Joe Gorga is so handsome but so, so dumb. dumb. He's still fine though. I just looked at him <laughs> on Instagram the other he day. He is. He's real stupid though. With his little salt and pepper. Yeah. He looks he looks so good. And you know what though? Joe Giudice dropped a bunch he of did. weight, he's and not he a looked bad looking guy. good. He don't look as no. Good he's he's just evil. Guy. No, it doesn't look like he's sweating out pork fat. Yeah, he used to look like he smelled like sausages. <laughs> I didn't. Mm-mm. Bitch, he <laughs> did because he was he was always making. He, you know, this he man cutting up a sausage was making wine, making sausages. Like you 
say with these dried out sausages? Just this sausage jerky, just out here. <laughs> bitch, I live. I when I when I saw them doing that because I love bitch. I love me some charcuterie. I love me some prosciutto, a little soprasada. I'm sorry. When you said that, the first person that popped in my head was Hillary Clinton. That's just a side note. <laughs> you don't remember that? I, too, enjoy lemonade. Or I, too, carry hot sauce in my bag. Oh, yes. I, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so, I'm blocking that shit out, so I forget. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an obvious rift in the friendship between Jacqueline and Teresa. Carolyn is on the outside of it. Melissa's not really stuck in the middle of it per se. Because Melissa, Melissa where she don't need to. Sometimes I feel like she does, especially in that relationship with those two. Yeah. So all of this um boils down to the men getting together. And Chris Larita, who's Jacqueline's husband, um, informs everybody that he wants to invite them out for a trip to Napa. Beautiful Napa. Mm-hmm. That estate was beautiful. Um, they were going to take RVs and camp along the way, which lo- I personally so, love that idea. Fact, so we're actually planning to do this? What? Go to Lancaster? No, we're going to rent RVs and camp across the country. Oh yeah, no, that's We're, fun. That's so fun as shit. You can come with me and my 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 children, <laughs> if you want. I don't know if I can do children while camping. Now we're like we're renting one of the big luxury ones so that the kids can go into the kid nook. Oh, and have their yeah. space. Okay, because I I I love y'all's kids and I love I love my cousins' <laughs> kids, but camping is my. I don't even like being next to adults. <laughs> when I'm camping it's like it ain't nothing but peace I want to be naked I want to be smoking a joint well half naked so sitting in a speedo I understand <laughs> yeah I understand. Um, <laughs> so Chris has the conversation with all the husbands um, and it it kind of gets a little... It got just a touch heated with Joe. That's because he's always just a touch heated. That's the thing. He's just... Both Joes just be he ready comes to in hot at all the time. That's because they're little. Joe Giudice more than Gorga. Yes. Gorga will try and hold a, a civil conversation and then something snaps at some point. Yeah. Well, except for, you know, the christening. <laughs> That Chris, I was like, so y'all just gonna be fighting like this in front of the Lord, just right inviting Jesus in front of all y'all mess. (laughs) God don't want no parts of this Mm -hmm. at all. God was in that church, saw ahead what was gonna happen at that christening, and said, "I will not be attending this event." Like, all right, I'm gonna head out. Like, I did what I was supposed to. Y'all be blessed now. Y'all can figure the rest of it Save the baby. <laughs> Keep the children safe. <laughs> so the guys all agree that, yeah, the, the wives have their issues, but they're going to make it a good trip. And for the most part, this is like the most fun that we get to like, see all of the them trip, really they have. They're hollering at each other. The one, the one time they're together where they're not by right. the whole time. 
Well, except for Caroline was pissed off through that whole trip. I think Caroline's also just pissed off because she was camping. I don't think it had shit to do with nobody that was there. I think she just didn't want to be there. (laughs) Well, I don't think she wanted to be there. And I think it was one of those, I don't want to be here. And I damn sure don't want to be here with them. I don't want to be here with this bitch. So... (laughs) Right, it's like you have asked a lot of me, and I still have to be mommy. Keep putting this bitch in my face. (laughs) Why is she here? Because at this point, y'all know, just like I know, I don't fuck with this hoe. So why do y'all keep putting her in my face? (laughs) So they're doing RV. I mean, we, we, we all, unfortunately, we all have. Because I've often seen like, so y'all just gonna keep putting this hoe in my face, knowing. That I don't like her. Right. <laughs> and it's not like you could be shitty drunk all the time to try and make it through. Yeah, no. I mean, you could, but But no, no. because it's <laughs> to turn into a fight. That's right. So, they are traveling through. I think it's it wasn't Sandy. It was another hurricane that had hit about that time. So, they got to go up through... To Pittsburgh to in order to catch their flight no, I think it to was California. Sandy, Sandy is um, season five. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's season five or se- it's season five or season six. One of those. Yeah. Um, so they drive up to Pittsburgh and everybody's there, but they're waiting on ju- the Judices and the Gorgas because for whatever lot, reason, like, that's a super long drive. It's not that long. <laughs> No, it's what five hours? It's not even five hours. I thought, yeah, they were like, "Oh, it's gonna be like a five-hour drive." I was like, "That's not that bad." It's, it's like, what are y'all complaining about? Hours. They what is they it like live, three? Well, they live in the part of New Jersey that's close to the city, right? Because I think they live okay. in like Cherry Hill, like around that area. So I'm about to tell you exactly how long it takes to get. Because I want to say they live in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill. No, they're in um Franklin Lakes. Franklin Lakes. Yeah. Okay. That it's all it's all the same vicinity. Franklin. Yeah, it's just like word something that has to do with outside. Franklin Lakes chill. They had to go to Pittsburgh. Yep. Pittsburgh Airport. In a car right now. (laughs) At this moment, in current traffic, which is kind of heavy over here, with the heavy traffic, because most of this line is in red. I'm on Google Maps. (laughs) With the heavy traffic and the tolls, at this moment, it would take five hours and 30 minutes. Therefore, okay. if you left in normal traffic, you are getting there in less than five hours. <laughs> Remember, too, that they're driving at the beginning of a storm and people were being You're right. evacuated. You're right. So, so it okay. makes sense that so, it would yeah, be that it was long. like five and a half hours. But even five and a half hours is not that long of a drive, especially considering the only person that can't drive is Joe Giudice. Like, it's not that long. But they are just having this bitch... Okay, we didn't touch on that. So Joe like was a, what really problem? like DUI problem. Well, that's what kicked off all of this. 
So Joe, first thing was Joe got into an accident. He hit a bunch you know of what? trees. You and right. according I know to exactly him, why he can't drive. I remember from watching the season because he got into the accident and then uh-huh. he had to use his um, cousin's information to get a new there driver's you go. License. His brother. His brother to get a new driver's license. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember now. Like a fucking idiot. Like they not. Go on check, now. sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they were just complaining about this drive. And the Gorgers, that would piss me off. That we already got to drive to a whole different state to catch the, this fucking flight because this is also a business meeting, so we can't yeah. miss it. And then you niggas have the an unmitigated nerve and audacity to be an hour late. I invited you to this. And everybody, they, Chris and the, everybody just is like, well, you know, that's just how they are. I would have been livid. I don't like that. I want everybody to stop saying that. Stop saying that's just how this person is. No, because y'all allowing this person to completely disrespect your time, your space, your energy. Yes. Because you're not holding them accountable for their terrible habits. Because Teresa's ass would have been the fuck left. She, that's what I was saying. It was like, why are we waiting on them? Like these niggas have access to funds. I would have been just like they can buy a plane ticket. Been just like Kenya, that on Real Housewives when they was late, she left all them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> or when Nene wouldn't let them in because they showed up late, she said no. <laughs> it's all. It's all. And Candy like I still see people inside. We can't even get a glass of water. <laughs> I love Candy. Her dumb ass. Candy's so stupid. I mean, I, I still see people inside. It's like, Candy, shut up. Right. <laughs> Candy, shut your ass up. God damn. Nah, I wouldn't have. Mm-mm. I don't. No, I wouldn't have waited. Hell no. I wouldn't have waited. Just like when they left. And, and, just like honestly. Beverly, everybody leave. Every housewife, somebody get left. Remember in Beverly Hills where Kim got left when it was going to Hawaii? They was like, we not waiting for her. Bitch. <laughs> No, when she was pulling them antics because she couldn't find a wallet, she couldn't find the keys, she couldn't find a passport, she couldn't find the shoes, she couldn't find a wig, she couldn't find nothing, she couldn't find the remote to the TV to turn that off, so that was holding her up. Like, everything was wrong for this woman. They was just like, no. So they, (laughs) yeah, fuck that, like, no, leave these niggas. It's like, we don't wait. We're not waiting on you. Like, if you want to be late and you want to catch up with us later, fine. But don't like, expect I'll us tell to wait. You where I'm going to be. And that's it. Yeah. Like, I'm. That's I'm it. Done. <laughs> yeah, girl, be safe. Just text me when you get here. I'll let you know right. where we're at. That's all it is. Well, I'm not waiting on your <laughs> ass. Especially not when I got that's shit right. to do. So they finally get to California. They stop at Art Camping World. World. Camping World. I almost fucked it up with places here. So I had to like kind of finagle that one. Um, So they stop at Camping World and spend a ridiculous amount. Do you know? Okay. So I, I just, I don't understand how them as they as a collective group could not figure out that, okay, it's a lot of us. Maybe we need Max two grills not three or four every family doesn't need a grill every family doesn't necessarily need a set of pots like y'all don't need to be spending twelve thousand dollars i'm assuming twelve thousand because that first tab was four thousand and there are three different families this is also the same thing as when the girls in beverly hills went camping for that one night and they spent 
$1,200 on food for one night? It's stupid. It's but wasteful. Is, it's ridiculous. Who, A, have never been camping before. And B, money don't mean nothing to them. It's That's just so stupid. And they, you know that... Mm, don't, don't say, say that. that. Nope. Okay. How old is he? No. Still? Yeah, but see, that's yeah. God. <laughs> you know, my Lord and Savior, he just, sometimes he just comes into my body he and he just touches. goes, no, no peace be with you, no, my no. child. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> so they spend a ridiculous amount of money camping and they for, they finally get to their first campsite, right? First campsite. They don't realize that RV say, camping. I didn't expect anything less from these people because these are the people who their whole thing is, I can do it myself. And it's like, they would never split the tab because how dare you think they broke? <laughs> well, I, it just didn't, it wasn't even about splitting the tab. Yeah, it was just I mean, about splitting the tab as in you, you know, buy this set of supplies and you buy this set of supplies and you, they wouldn't even do that. Cause oh, I okay. Shit, Cause I ain't broke. I don't need you niggas. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I was just like, this is stupid. <laughs> <It's> dumb. <laughs> Like, the whole point, at least for me in camping, is, like, enjoying this nice communal vibe of, like, amongst your friends and sharing beer and cooking each other breakfast. It's just, it, you don't spend $12,000 to go fucking camping. It's not camping. You bought a house on wheels. Y'all just bought homes on wheels. That's all it is. Personally. I hate camping. Therefore, fair. <laughs> I'm going to make my RV as comfortable as fucking possible. It is literally going to be a rolling house. So, oh. <laughs> I hate camping. I hate the concept of sleeping outside. I hate all of it. I hate everything about camping. So, <laughs> well, see, we do we do like mid level camping. It's not luxury. We're not sleeping on the ground. Like we do places like it needs to have showers. Needs to have bathrooms. Well, yes. <laughs> needs to have general yes, store. I'm not saying I, like, I, yes, yes. I'm. That is what. Like, I'm not. I'm not a set up a tent in the woods type of bitch. That's not me. Like, I'm not that bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I will go to a <coughs> RV park. We will have our lawn chairs. Mm-hmm. We will have our setup where I can still go and get the things I need if I need to do. I'm not. I, I'm not. A, I'm not pitching tents in the woods. Fuck all that. I ain't got time. Bitch, you gonna be under that mosquito net with your fold out picnic table on some astro turf with some silk roses. Leave me alone. I don't want to be involved. I'm gonna have, have my uh, my off ready. Have the off spray. The lotion. The skin so soft. Uh, oh, this. Oh, bitch. The skin so soft. <laughs> Leave your skin feeling soft, not, not a, a bite, bite in you, sight. Cause, cause not a bite like, in I'm sight. I'm not playing those games with none of y'all. I don't. I don't like no. bugs. I don't like outdoors like that. Animals be out there. <laughs> 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 All the well, trees and they shit. Set up. Got time for that. <laughs> <clears throat> they set up at um, an RV park. Which is a parking lot, and they're, and they're all confused all mad and about confused. it. And it's like y'all, so y'all really didn't know what y'all was doing, huh? Just no idea. No, I thought we were going camping. It's like you're in like RV. Is, <laughs> when do you think this gonna go? Like, how do you think this is going to work? <laughs> um, 
it does have beach access. You know, they go play around. That was their first little spot. They complain about everything. Um, they get to their second spot. And this kind of bugged the fuck out of me. <laughs> this, like, annoyed me. Where everybody's screaming, where are we? Who are these people? Ah! Like, it, that annoyed the fuck out of me. Especially especially with the men folks specifically how they how they interpret and perform their acts of masculinity that nothing should have been said from any of these men yeah not a single one and i think that's what pissed me off the most it's like you you niggas sit up here like these hard-ass bricks these hard-ass men and i take care of my family but you go in the motherfucking woods and a tree branch just lightly scrapes the rv and you're in the back pissing yourself get the fuck out of here it's like y'all are punks y'all really are y'all are are punks it's like if I could take my black faggot ass up into these Stop woods and be that. and feel a okay. Stop Ooh. saying that word. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if I could take my black ass up into the woods, my black gay ass, and be a o fucking k. Mainly because I, when I go camping, I always keep mason a knife on me because you, you never know. know. <laughs> But I can be A-OK, then you can handle I mean, this. But they stop at the side. And, you know, in the cabins and stuff. So, I've run into my fair share of bears. Bitch, never. Never. That's the one thing I hate. When we go camping with friends, that's the one thing I'm like, it cannot be a site that has. Because I can't deal with that. My friend <laughs> went to McDonald's in his car and the bear was trying to get into his oh. car. Bitch. And I told I'm, did the car, them, did he I was bust like, the window out? We are so high up on this mountain. If y'all leave anything out here, the bears are going to come. <laughs> yes, they are. He yes, they are. Got that McDonald's in that car. Has bear scratches on his damn car. And them things. That's that's that shit is scary. Especially when you wake up the next morning and you see what could have been you. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so we were sitting on the top balcony. And saw the bear, so we were able to like scare it off without getting close. But oh hell yeah! I was like, get <laughs> that shit out your car, like <laughs> no, no, sir, no. Just kiss your car goodbye. I suggest you file an insurance claim now because your car is gone. We're just gonna leave this shit here. <laughs> We gonna call this an Uber. It's gonna be the most expensive and then whatever. Like, no, because if you fuck up your car, you gonna fuck up my car. Get that shit out your car. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. Yeah. Um. So they hit their second campsite. Uh. And they try and go grocery shopping. They thought the camp store was gonna be a real store. They did. Uh, just. What. You got a produce department and that poor she woman. Like, what are you talking she's about? like, <laughs> it's like we don't have but I don't produce. Know why she didn't just send them to the actual grocery store. Like she could have just said, you could just go there for actual groceries. Because at some point, as a group of grown men, you see that things that you want aren't here. So maybe it's time to take one of the but RVs to go get some stuff. Grown men who've never done anything for their damn self. He dropped a glass Fair. on his wife because he didn't know where the fuck the broom was. Oh, bitch, did he not? Oh, my God. I forgot so, about that. Oh, even when Richie came back. Well, Kathy, Kathy kind of let Richie have it when he came back from the grocery store. 
I mean, from the camp store. She's like, oh, little boy bought a wiffle ball? Go outside. Go outside and play like a good little boy with your little wiffle ball. And he's just like, all right. She was pissed. She was livid. He turned his ass. He knew. All right, let me shut I my ass up too. and just like, get out this. Roasters pie and two lemons. Talking about groceries and want to talk about a goddamn woman. Get the fuck out of my face! <laughs> you came up here. You brought me this bullshit. Sir, get out with this damn. Get out. Apple hostess pie, a cupcake, and two lemons. The fuck I'm supposed to make with this? <laughs> well, I mean, mm, shut up, Lee. If you are, <laughs> you can make a lot of stuff, but. I was thinking prison, but that was going to lead into a whole I mean, different yeah. thing. I do want to host this pie uh, now, though. Mm, that sounds tasty. Bitch, I have been looking for them. They are on Amazon. I can't find them okay, locally. I'm going to have to get some. I haven't had I almost a bought a case time. of the cherry ones. I was like, don't get this, Lee. You're going to have diabetes. Please don't I do thought, this. I, was like, I have an air fryer. I can make my own. Oh hell yeah! Oh bitch! Oh yeah! You get you a good dough I don't recipe need too. To go down that air fryer rabbit hole. <laughs> That's why I don't have I one because all I hear is people like, "Oh, I got an air fryer and I did this." I I'm like, "I'm good." Be doing wild shit in there. Like, I I put French toast sticks in the air fryer. They were quite yummy. Oh, that sounds quite really yummy. good. <laughs> bitch, that sounds really That's, good. I do a lot of things, and I have an Instapot. That has a bake set. That's what I a, want. A, a setting for baking. Could do all kinds of fun shit. <laughs> so dumb bartender of me. I've been keeping up on like these really well-established bartenders who have been using Instapot to make like bomb-ass wine. That's so I'm really interested that, yeah, in I it. I discovered I could do that too. Yeah. I also did a really <coughs> cute um syrup for a warm apple cider cocktail and the oh hell yeah oh that makes sense yeah it's a slow it cooker out, it came out super cute and it was done in like two minutes oh hell yeah oh so it's a slow cooker slash pressure yes. cooker oh uh, yeah no, i don't want a, one i don't want well, you, it has house. a slow cooker setting but it's a pressure cooker really uh-uh don't think scare me why because when I was a kid, have you ever seen one of them things blow up? No, but I've heard of it. <laughs> I've heard of this. But it also, it's not its not like the old pressure cookers like our parents and grandparents. <laughs> you, and twist. This. With the clamps yeah, on the no, side. Because it's all automated. So it, it locks uh, into oh. place. It doesn't lock with the clamps. It like shift locks, right? But then there's okay. also the valve on the back where you can actually release the pressure if you want to open it. Oh. And then, like, the, pre- the old pressure cooker was like, <coughs> and if you can't get it open, this hole going to blow the fuck off. It ain't like that. Because you got to release the pressure. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> you just grab the pot and throw it out the window and hope for I the best. The <laughs> I've never seen the whole thing. Yeah. Like, I tell you, my mother traumatized my ass because I was, you know, I was always in the kitchen yeah. as a kid. And I wanted one. She's like, mm, yeah, burn the house down. You're going to kill yeah, us no, all. The, uh, mm-hmm. the, it's, it's definitely a better version because I used to be afraid of pressure cookers too. Yeah, because I think so. They're great, but they are they terrifying. Are, but these are, this is, I'm going to say it like this. 
<laughs> my very, very loving significant other has been able to work this with no problems. Oh, okay. Okay. That's one okay. of those if you So know, it's you know. use it's very user friendly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. Um so at their second campsite, they're all sitting outside. They make a bomb. Did you see that yes. food? That spread, bitch, they made a spread for camping. Now, I would go camping with them for this. <laughs> they made a fucking spread. It looked, the food looked so now, good. So good. I will give them that. Bitch, anytime these, the only time that I was like turned off by the food they were cooking is when Carolyn tried to, Caroline tried to make what they called southern food. Yeah, where it's like, oh, it's chili like, and cornbread. I'm confused. <laughs> I was like, this is more kind of Tex-Mexy, and I don't think you know what you're doing. Stay in yeah. your lane. Like, you good you in that. Like, they make bomb-ass food. Yeah. So, they're all sitting around the campfire, just kind of hanging out. And we begin to see um, what already was kind of established as a pattern with Lauren and her relationship with her brothers. And she really always feels left out. And this trip brought it out more so than anything. Um she finds out but that Albie's girlfriend Lindsay's moving really in, the and they be really entertaining the bullshit. Wait, part of her issue is that she don't really be with the bullshit, and they be really entertaining it, and that's why the, why her, her brothers ain't really like. Yeah, that's true. With the shit that's true. All. She draws her limit. She will engage in the ham game, and that's about it. <laughs> And that's mainly as a spectator. And her brothers Um, jump in the middle of the shit and just be right there just having a good old time and she don't be for the antics. No. Lauren is focused and not about it. for the antics whatsoever. No, she's the most adult person on the show, to be frank. She is. (laughs) So, they, uh, Lauren is having these feelings about the separation the growing separation between her and her brothers um, because the brothers are moving together moved together um, into an apartment in Hoboken also Albie's girlfriend has moved in she finds out on a walkie talkie kind of half ass and it was like that was after everybody the way they did that because it's like y'all yeah know you didn't have to do that like this feels, but y'all still gone do this little dumb shit to poke at her right and that's exactly it. And she has said to them multiple times, I feel like you're trying to replace me with your friends. And she's been very blatant and very blunt, not blatant, very blunt about yeah. it with them. And them being them being boys, they don't take her feelings seriously in any men rather. They don't take her feelings seriously. Yeah, they think she just And they really hurt her so feelings. They're like, they just working her nerves. Right, everybody thinks she is, because then there was the, um, uh, when they're sitting at the campfire, and she goes off about, well, as long as Albie, Albie and Chris will always have each other, and as long as they're good, everything's okay, which is, which is what we've kind of seen, and she gets up, she leaves, and Caroline calls her an an asshole behind her back, which parents do. For no reason, though, because she really wasn't, she was just telling y'all y'all were being dicks, like, Right, that's it. She's like y'all. Y'all are always like I'm the brunt. I'm the butt of the joke all the time. Like that's what the whole conversation was. Is I'm the butt of the joke all the time. 
So Vito goes, checks on her. She decides to stay in there, um, stay in the RV that night, locks the door. Vito, because Vito is just kind of quiet and goofy. He don't want to be in the mess. I often forget that he's even there. Right. So fast forward. Oh, Teresa also hurts her ankle. (laughs) Who cares? Um, Fast forward. Most important part. Napa. They finally reach the Lancaster Estates. So this is where all the shibby shaking bullshit goes also, down. Y'all knew this so, was a business deal. Why the fuck would you take these people? Exactly. Why would you take them? Especially like if you wanted to, if you, if your family was invited, especially the Judah and the Gorgas, honestly, because Joe, when they're at the wine tasting, so Chris, they're at a wine tasting. At the Lancaster Estates. And it is the oldest vineyard. Um, I think the oldest American vineyard. So there are going to be historical knickknacks and paddywhacks and what have you all over the place. Mm-hmm. Why are you climbing on things that is not, that don't belong to you, sir? At a place that you have been invited to that has been made very clear. Once again, these are also the same people that were an hour mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Okay. It just the entitlement, the disrespect, I I that would and the embarrassment. I would have been in fucking embarrassed mm-hmm. having somebody that I call a friend there during a business meeting climbing on shit in the middle of a wine yeah. tasting. It's one thing that we I want you to have a good time cuz this is it's business. But this is also something to enjoy. But don't get drunk and climb on shit, nigga. <laughs> hey, I Chris should have checked. Chris is too nice, and Chris was approaching every. He Chris approached all of that as professional as he could, where he didn't want to be seen as acting the fuck up in front of these people. But he should have honestly cut the fuck into them the minute that those folks were gone. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Yeah, he, he, they really, they showed their ass on this trip. And it's just like, y'all don't know how to act no fucking where. Nowhere. You can't, you can't take take these motherfuckers nowhere. So, they are, um, oh no, the vineyards happen when they go into the vineyard for Caroline's birthday. So, it's organized that everybody... They're going to surprise Caroline for her 50th birthday with a dinner with one of the most... It, that was beautiful. It was. That was um, beautiful. I had, a, I had a vineyard dinner like that, too. I love them. They're so pretty. For my 30th birthday. Well, did you and Bo go off and have sex in no, the, the no. vines? Y'all didn't? You didn't try and sexually assault your after husband? He was, about, come he was on. talking to his mistress. Bitch, after he said... Oh, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the Peppy Le Pew is happening here? <laughs> Bitch, didn't he turn into pe- Okay. I'm tired. I need some matcha. <laughs> Bitch, when he said, ha ha, and then. <laughs> and then he was like, here comes my bitch of a white. She's a fucking cunt. And that nigga said, said yeah, you can pick it right, up for my like, brother. Immediately switch that bitch to the Spanish. I 
said you are a complete fuck nigga. This is why you can't date a nigga who speaks two languages. Like, you were professional, You was about to be out here just cheating. Bitch. <laughs> he said that shit, and Teresa knew what it was. She decided to seize the moment for herself, which is something she always does. And they go and they have sex in the vineyard. <laughs> or rather, she pretty much sexually assaults her husband yeah. in the vineyard. And that's not an exaggeration because he says he multiple, no, multiple times, times no and stop and get off me. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Bitch, if if a nigga looked at me dead in my face and said, why are you acting like a whore? I don't want to do this. Part of me would just take that yeah, as a no like, you know and just go about my do. business. <laughs> you just go, okay, I think I can, re- I think so I I can think respect I that. Alright, we're good. <laughs> right. Like there's no ambiguity in that statement yeah. at all. Like it's pretty clear. Like, Are you kidding me? It's like no girl, he just said leave him the fuck alone. Leave him alone. And she's doing this at every body because they didn't see even go deep into the grave here. literally just around the first like little vine. They went straight around that little fence. Like, I'll give right you here. two. It's, we ain't go too far. Like, I'll give you two rows away. I'll give two. Because they could see her skirt come up, but they couldn't see all of the details. But they could piece it together. They They saw enough. They could see her feet come off the ground. They saw enough. They saw her, they saw enough, and they heard more than enough. Caroline is pissed. So, we get. (laughs) It's like, why are we doing this? Grown asses down some damn well. Like, y'all can rent hotels. Also, this is my birthday. Right. Like, Wait, this is this is my right. birthday. Why are you doing this at my birthday Why dinner? Are you here like that's at my birthday dinner. Decide. Let me go fuck in the vineyard where my brother in is front of doing my children and in front of my children and in front of your brother and your cousin and their respective partners. Like, what part of this makes any kind of sense? And when Caroline says something about the posh fashion show and I had to think back and it was like this was the moment I was like that is so true and I'll, I'll tell you about it when we get there because we're about to get there next mm-hmm. so birthday dinner wraps up and they're finally sitting all outside sitting by what was that like a little jacuzzi and this beautiful fire just enjoying each other's company so Kathy approaches Teresa and they start having a rather how do I say this obvious conversation because everyone yeah. everyone can hear it okay uh, sure we'll do this right okay it, it was about um everything that had happened with essentially caroline just telling saying Teresa is a liar and she doesn't want to be bothered with her mm-hmm. and the issues with Teresa and jacqueline with jacqueline asking too many questions and not just taking it at face value yeah. and even shit with kathy herself and Melissa, like they talked about everything in that moment, and Caroline and Jacqueline and Melissa all sitting there, like we we like we can hear nigga, you. we can hear you. Like it's <laughs> we're right here. Our ears work. I promise. <laughs> right. It's like I like I, I I don't I don't know if you know, but it's like so. Are we? Babe, we can hear you. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> right. Which is, it's another thing. It's, and it goes back to what Caroline says at the posh fashion show, which we'll get into after this. So 
they have it out. And then Kathy talks Teresa into going to speak to the other girls, which was just it a bad was. idea because the whole trip turns left. Jacqueline's pretending to be asleep. The, Caroline the looks this woman there, dead in her like face. She was asleep. Sit. Bitch. I was just like, all right, so you just go commit to this now. It was like Monique laying there with Candace leaving. That shit sent me. <laughs> Were you just. <laughs> This bitch was playing. What was that damn game? Uh, Mafia, yes. where you put your head down. She was, ah. she was foreshadowing Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! She really did just I lay there, and she knew everybody so knew what the tea was. Everybody was like, "This bitch is awake." Like I don't know why she's she's playing the game. Bitch. She's awake. <laughs> Did you see? It looked like she was trying to control she her breathing, too. She's like, if I don't see them, notice. they don't what see you, me. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, we know you're here. Even Caroline, Teresa's like, oh, Jacqueline's over there. What is she? She really asleep. Caroline's like, she's doing what you told her to do. She's staying out of it. <laughs> I don't know that I would have been able to uh, give, that way, give that lady her Oscars because I don't know that I would have been able to pretend to be asleep that long. After that whole, she doing what she <laughs> It would have been enough for me. <laughs> well, she pops up a little later and she goes, This isn't healthy, Purgy. I was like, Oh, now you bring your ass up. Girl, shut so up. <laughs> but they have it out in regards to all of the stuff that's been going on with Teresa. Caroline makes it very clear. I would like to move in forward with a relationship with you, points to Kathy. I would like to move forward in a relationship with you, points to Melissa. And she goes to Teresa. I will not be moving forward She's in a like, relationship and you, with I'm you. Done. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. Yes. <laughs> she essentially said, thank you for your service. You services. can take your <laughs> <laughs> so Teresa gets mad they get up and leave and as much as Teresa like as stupid as this whole out, thing is she, she always storming out, out because she's always she can't handle the fact that everything they're saying yeah. to her is true and everything that she's trying to rebuttal with it's is bullshit nonsense. they don't even make sense like no like, it doesn't none of it right? what? what is happening so she collects her things. Oh, wait, the men too. The men start piping up in the middle the of men this always too. Piping up in so the this was, I, th I think the women were a little on edge because you had Carolina Teresa going at it. Joe is piping up in the background in conversation with Chris, mm -hmm. Chris Larita, where, which that's where he explains, we got a seven cover deal. We get X amount of dollars, blah, 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 blah. But Joe tells Caroline, um, what do he say? He's like, leave it alone, Caroline. And Caroline's sons were like, excuse me, who, who to whom are it's you like, speaking? But Not only that, bitch, Albie, uh, Albert, her husband, who don't say shit, who has literally been nothing but annoyed and quiet this entire trip. This entire trip. sitting there like. It ain't even just this trip. Entire show. <laughs> this thing is like. For years. <laughs> It's like, I have two weddings, a bat mitzvah, and a graduation party. None of this concerns me. He, I, you don't never see him really, like, uh, uh, 
show any kind of real you aggression, don't, you, you don't even but like you could see it bubbling. <laughs> no, he don't be paying attention. But bitch, he had that. He had that jump. If you want, look, nigga. <laughs> Like, and it's Joe Gorga in that look and the way that Joe sat down, I was like, oh, he used to shoot people. He- <laughs> bitch, did he? he bitch. They know. They ain't, that's why they ain't nobody fucking with him like that. He used to shoot people. They already know what it is. Bitch, he that girl, that's moving exactly. silence with a silencer. Everything about the way he sat his big ass down, said, oh no, he know about this nigga. He know it. <laughs> <laughs> Cause Joe, Joe, Joe dialed that shit down exactly. real quick. He was like, "All right, let me like, chill out." He's like, "Yeah, cause you weren't gonna make it out." <laughs> yep, he was not. And that the best thing that Teresa did was get up and scream, "Joe, we're leaving!" Cause they weren't going to make no. it out of there no. at all, at all. So they go off and they collect their items. They did <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Right, with her all her millions of bags that don't yeah. need to happen. It also was a lot. They of also just left the RV. Bitch, was like, wasn't it though? For her ankle, how are you storming like this? Like, she with such fervor. Exactly. It's a lot of it's and a intensity lot of and heavy steps behind your storming. And I thought your ankle was fucked up, so I'm very confused. <laughs> well, you know, maybe it's like we'll she'll talk about it in the magazine. So <laughs> the one thing, the only kudo that I could really give. And I wish that they would have handled it just a touch differently was when her brother and her sister-in-law grabbed their stuff and left as well. I felt like that was more than more than um, acceptable. I just wish they would have went to everybody else and said, you know what? I'm so sorry this happened. Thank you for inviting us. We're going to we're going to head out with them. Yeah. I'll call you or text yeah. you as soon as I get home. You know, just that like just because at this, this is my point, family. I know exactly the type of shit she be on. So you know exactly times out of ten. This was some shit that could have been prevented because of the type of shit that she Exactly. Be on. So y'all could have acknowledged like, you know, y'all know what's we gonna leave with them. Y'all know what's going on. Thank you for inviting mm-hmm. me. Blah, 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 whatever. And then it's a. I don't want you to think that I'm ex- accepting, accepting this behavior. However, this is but my you know sister. That we're trying to work on our relationship or whatever. Exactly. And I, I also, even despite them not doing that, I really appreciate the fact that the Manzos and the Loritas didn't question yeah, didn't any of give that them at a lot all. Of shit for leaving with no, they totally understood it, and it was. That kind of when stuff like that happens, it's it's especially reality TV. It's kind of and that, rare, but that shows because that could have been a whole season five. That shows a genuine relationship, yes, and respect history because it's like, all right, I under you don't even got to explain it. I know what you're doing. I I get it. It ain't on you. I know who I'm angry with because it's like it don't become mm-hmm. oh fuck all of y'all. It's like okay, but bitch, this is what you did to me. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So they leave. Um, they land in New Jersey. Um, we get Kim D again, unfortunately. And it's the annual Posh Fashion Show, which every year Posh Fashion Show happens. There's always some yeah. shit. So uh, Kim D invites everyone, as always. But in particular, she because Sharice is her ace boom coon. She's the dindada to her mm-hmm. doom doom. 
um, they decide to go get their hair done at a salon that Charissa never that, gets her hair the, done that at. That was the whole thing. And that's why I was like, oh, no, this shit is real planned. Because you are not, on the day of the event, going to decide this is when I'm going to try a new hairstylist and new makeup artist. That's what that's what I was thinking. I did give it a little bit of a benefit of a doubt, though, because she is like, she's proclaims that they are so close and they're going to this event together oh we're gonna i'm gonna just go to the salon why no. don't you come with me okay i no, can give you a little of not that how women work <laughs> now if y'all don't already go the thing is and you can talk to any woman you know if this woman is loyal to her stylist because you do have those girls Teresa's not though because she's got a different stylist every time you see her get her oh, hair done okay then yes, then she may. She because I was saying the yeah. only ones that trial new people when they got someplace to be is the ones that go to whoever gonna charge the least. Yeah, and it's like I just got to get this done because yeah. I know me myself. <laughs> I need to have this done. I I don't care if we are going to the same place. Meet you, I'll meet you after my hair appointment because what I'm not gonna do is hope that your bitch can <laughs> that do it my turns shit out well when it done. <laughs> I go to the same one. Well, these are also white women too. And for somebody like Teresa too, like she doesn't do much with her hair. It's, so I could somebody, see her going to yes, any random person. Her hairline. It just stresses me out. Bitch. Okay, let's save that for the reunion because they, it comes down and it goes back and then it comes down and then it goes back. Depending on which we, we yeah, so, so I need them to buy a better wig talk or about pluck that, that one. Uh, yeah, either pluck that yeah. one or buy. Well, her according one. to her, she according to her, that's just her, her hair natural hairline, and she tweezes it back. It that's what locations. I was saying too. It's like, her okay, girl, don't it, don't it. So. They're getting their hair and makeup done at the salon, and a young man—I can't think of the dude's name—he looks like a penis. So, penis what guy comes in, and who Teresa? The girl trying to—I don't know—trying to stave off aging, and it just makes her look worse. That bitch without a tan now, with the face that she has, she looks like Smeagol with a wig on, like dead ass. Yeah, girl, Smeagol with the wig on. My but precious. Her hairline, though, and it's in a normal spot. If they don't quit mm-hmm. trying to play like that wig, is her hairline. And that's why I was like, if it's, girl, if it's a wig, don't nobody, nobody care. Does. Like, nobody gives a shit. So, um, the penis face man who's apparently working at the salon comes in and he's. Uh, talking to Teresa about Melissa, saying that, oh, yeah, I met your sister-in-law. She used to work for me at my strip club. Which is also, like... for about eight months. So you owned a strip club, but now you serving drinks in this random-ass salon in the... Shut up. Go on. <laughs> I was like, this is a little bit too soprano exactly. for me to believe this. Exactly. some damn weird. How he just so happened to... He used to own a club, but he just so happened to come work at the salon that one day, right when you hoes is showing the fuck that up. That one day. to know who the fuck you... Shut up. Go on. <laughs> See, and that's what leads... That's what leads me to believe that Teresa isn't as bright as she may seem. She's not as bright as she thinks she is. <laughs> that's the thing. 
so the guy is trying to give like spill tea to uh, Teresa about Melissa and Teresa finally finally takes one step and says this is my sister-in-law I don't want to hear even this believe that. I believe that was fake too I believe that was fake as fuck honestly but at the very least for the first time she actually says it out loud which they hadn't happened before she was just sitting there shoveling that shit in her face like a fat kid with cake yeah. so Kim Deep Decides that she, despite her friend's wishes, she's going to like, continue the I conversation. It's like, girl, I'm just, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. And what pissed me off in that moment, Teresa should have checked the dog shit out of yeah. Kim. If you wasn't trying, if you didn't she should have checked this, the dog shit out of her. That's the T. If you didn't want to know and you didn't want this to happen, you would have drugged that girl yeah. with an inch of her, an inch of like, her life, I especially considering no. you're trying to rebuild this relationship. That's it, that right? Girl. It's like, you're supposed to be my friend and you're not respecting my wishes. I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. Poosh. Pouché. <laughs> and you go straight to hell. But she don't do that. She They continue to talk. Um, and Teresa just goes and hides in somebody's utility yeah, closet like, and comes back. Bitch, I was in utility closet. She came back right when it's finished. Like, we wasn't supposed to know that this was... Like, come on. We're not dumb. <laughs> And also, like, let's not act like you couldn't hear exactly, it from where you were. Exactly. <laughs> <coughs> 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 oh, sorry, y'all. I just took a hit. Oof. I just took a hit, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, we get to the actual fashion show. And Kim D decides to sit. Carolyn, Jacqueline, in order, because remember the order, because it's it kind of important. It's Jacqueline, Lauren, Caroline, Kathy, Melissa, then Teresa. Um, The penis face guy comes over with everyone sitting at the table after he's just talked all this shit about Melissa. And begins to engage in what is seen as friendly conversation. Just happens to be at this event. Teresa sitting there, you could see the like bricks shitting yeah. when this man walks up and goes, "Hey, Melissa, how are you?" And Melissa's just like, "Oh, uh, hey, how are uh, you?" She had to catch her face. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, bitch, was shitting bricks. You could have built a house." She had to really catch her Fuck face. That. You could have built she, a lanai. <laughs> Meanwhile, nobody knows what's going on as of yet, except Teresa. So the dude walks off, and Melissa goes, "Yeah, I think I know him from somewhere." It's like I'm not sure. Like Melissa does the friendly, "I think I know you." Just the, "Hey, how are you?" She was kind. She was respectful. She had just easy conversation. Sent that man on his way. Teresa goes. Oh, Melissa goes. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Teresa's like, "I got to go too." Right. <laughs> so they go in the bathroom and Teresa begins to question Melissa about her possible relationship mm-hmm. with this man. And Melissa's like, I feel like I know him from somewhere. And Teresa's like, well, did you ever dance at his club? Well, he says that you stripped at his club. And she was like, I worked at a bikini bar. I was a bartender. Also for the listeners, bikini bars, go-go bars, and strip clubs are three very different things. 
Yes. Three very different things. Yes, they all still revolve some idea of sex and sexuality, but they are are some very different things uh, from the licensing stage and nudity. But there are very much very different and for legal purposes and in other just general aesthetic purposes. Yes. Yes, like I got a, a one, my manager, um, super talented, super smart woman used to work at a biker bar that was essentially a mm-hmm. bikini bar. So you would just be in short shorts and a bikini yeah. top, which, you know, is it's gross. Yes, it is gross. But that's not the same thing as a strip club, which once again, let me make this let me make this clear to everybody. Uh, sex work is good work. Sex work should, should be legal be. work. Sex work is work, period. So I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like trying to oh, down no, sex work in any way. I'm just trying to explain the differences. Yes, and no shade, but in my life and some friends' lives, there has been sometimes that a little bit of sex work has made men's meet and helped you to keep some shit mm-hmm. together. You know, sometimes you got to struggle, fight, and scrape, you and you got to do something strange for a little bit of piece right. of change. Um, so Melissa's like I. I was a bartender. My cousin managed there. I worked there maybe like a day or two, and I quit because I couldn't. I couldn't deal with it. She's like, I made a bunch of money two couple of days, and I got out. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? So Melissa, Melissa does what Melissa honestly should do, and she calls mm-hmm. her husband because this man just approached me on yep. some bullshit. And not only did this man approach me on some bullshit, but your sister, who we've been having issues with, who has been who's called me a gold digger, who has previously also called me a stripper to your parents, yeah. is now questioning me after this man yeah. is here. So she calls her husband, and then she could try to backpedal when he show up. But she calls I mean, her husband she and she tell tells him her sister, "Don't come," because the guy was gone. She did say that, but. Th- but you yeah, but when you call, when you made that call, because you know who your husband is. Right? That's exactly it. That's ex- you made that call knowing he was going to show up, and, that's and he why showed you up said to Teresa. Oh, let me just call my husband so he can decide how he wants to handle this. Yep, let me call my brother. Let me call your brother, and he'll <laughs> handle this. So Teresa starts like kind of freaking out, like going yeah. through the party looking for this dude. Also, like. At the same time, <laughs> holding court, right? Like hanging out. Hey, girl. She's hey, to, have you seen this bald man that called like, my sister? <laughs> she did. She was like catching up with people. She was catching up with people and on her Nancy yes. Drew at the same time, which it didn't make sense. So, as Melissa comes back to the table and begins to have conversation. Because Kathy don't know Kathy what the fuck don't going never on. Know what the fuck Caroline don't know. Kathy keeps her head down. And she's she just like, all right, whatever. What I'm going to sit here and eat. <laughs> Bitch, Kathy be like, I'm just going to sit here and exactly. enjoy my rice. I'm going to sit here so... and <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, uh, Kathy doesn't know. Caroline doesn't know. Lauren doesn't know. But Jacqueline yeah. knows. Because Jacqueline's getting text messages from a friend of hers and Teresa's who is sitting in front of the guy. Well, was sitting in front of the guy. This whole plan. Bitch, like an idiot. These niggas don't know how to be criminals. Yeah, I set that bitch up. All through (laughs) the party. Yeah, Teresa wanted us to set her up. Yeah. Like, nigga, what? (laughs) Tell everybody who will listen. Like he bought a new car. 
Like, get the nigga, exactly. stop it's it. It's confusing. Like, so you, anybody can go listen though, right? Like, right. fuck that she's at this party, which means she probably know other people at this party. Fuck all that. We just gone. All right. <laughs> get right. <laughs> so, um, Jacqueline shows Lauren the text message. Once again, Lauren, unsung hero of season four. Jacqueline also shows Carolyn the Caroline, the text mm-hmm. messages. And Caroline's like, Jacqueline, give me your phone. Lauren goes, Ma, no, stop. Ma, stop. <laughs> Caroline she then like, shows Kathy you and Melissa the text you. messages. <laughs> she, yes, she did. She said, uh, sweetie, you don't you don't know what's going on here. Let me fill in some blanks for you. Uh, here's an Encyclopedia Britannica of information for the evening. Everything you need to know, girl. So Melissa starts to see the text messages and she's like mm-hmm. livid. I don't remember why, but they all get up and they all end up outside. Well, at Melissa this point. said she was gonna leave, so they was kind of. Oh, that's what it is. Her. They wanted to. I feel like it was one of those like we want to make sure she's okay kind of thing. Yeah, so but it, it, it was also but too. Side, this is some they bullshit. Want to confront Shorty about this nonsense, but they don't know where she at. Right. She too busy having the time of her life trying to crack the case. And just catching up, having all the friends. She doing shots across the table. All of a sudden, she hella social. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You remember Murder, She Wrote? You remember when it would be it'll be episodes where they're like having a cocktail party and Jessica Fletcher's tall ass enjoying herself and all of a sudden she turns around and she goes, Mr. Merkel. Where were yes. you last night? Next thing you know, his ass is carted off. Yes. <laughs> That's the tea she was given. She was given very bad. <laughs> so they're all outside, right? <laughs> Joe Gorga and Richie, who's Kathy's husband, and they, show up. I, I Joe Gorga. Funny that neither of these women saw their husbands first. Caroline was like, "Wait a second <laughs> She's like, what the hell are they doing here? <laughs> yep. She's like, what are Joe and Richie doing here? Oh, shit. <laughs> also, like, for real, shout out to Joe and Richie. Because Joe, Melissa called Joe, said what was up. Joe called Richie, was like, so yo, some shit's go going ride. down. And our wives are there. We need to go. These niggas drove, and it's not a far, it's not I mean, a far drive. New York. But they it's drove from Jersey minutes, to New York. Right, and when you think about traffic too, and you seething, but you seething on Fifth Ave, <laughs> just you like incense and bumper to bumper traffic, <laughs> just fucking pissed. And this was like a, it was like a, it had to be like a Friday night. So you know, it yeah. was like fucking I mean, the bad. Tunnel is it was bad on a regular day. Don't put a night. <laughs> 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 Are you mad about the traffic? You mad about you this nigga? Richie probably talking a bunch of bullshit. You mad your sister got you involved in some dumb ass shit? You had to find somebody who was who watching, was the, watching kids? the kids. You got to find somebody to go watch and the kids. When I tell you the level of piss that you hit when you got to go into the city and didn't plan to. <laughs> oh, bitch! I can only when imagine. When I wake up and realize I have to go to Manhattan for some reason, I did not previously consider i'd be pissed <laughs> it's like bitch i'm not doing this like i gotta go to manhattan when we get off again. not doing this oh girl it's godspeed 
Yeah, y'all got a, a Norwegian, as Teresa yeah. liked to say. Yes, she does like to say it. I'm like, this is a cruise ship. <laughs> no, it was perfect timing when I saw that and then saw the news. That's mm-hmm. it. Look at God. I got to no. remember that one. <laughs> She's just so dumb. So, She's exhaustingly stupid. <laughs> It, and that's why Carolyn acts the way she acts because she's just <laughs> tired. She's like, I got three grown ass kids. I got a husband I barely see. Like, I got enough going. And my nieces and cousins, I don't talk to myself. Like, I got enough. I'm right. tired. And then I got to deal with your ass for a check. You Fuck out of here. So Richie and Joe show up. Ass, bitch. <laughs> right. So Richie and Joe show up and instantly Joe is like, where's Melissa? He, not only is he hollering <laughs> Melissa, like hollering this lady's name. Like screaming. Then he, then he sees her and then he like, so what is other nigga at? <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. Wait, you, you forgot because another, another moment with Lauren shines is the unsung hero. So Joe is screaming Lauren looks at her mother and goes, Ma, go over and talk to Joe so he doesn't think you're against him. Jacqueline, stay close. We're moving. <laughs> she died. No, she said, Jacqueline, don't stand by yourself. <laughs> I'm like, you better be the 20-year-old wrangling these girls. Clearly, they don't know how to work. They don't know what to do. When she told Jacqueline not to stand alone, I I screamed. Unsung hero. So, uh, Carolyn. So Joe joins the group as they're all outside, but Teresa's still being inside. So Teresa Teresa's is still walking around. Getting her drink on. This is a her New Year's Eve party. Bitch, isn't she? Mama is socializing. <laughs> She and we didn't we didn't touch on her shady shitty ass friend Linda with the dessert thing, but Linda's yeah. there, and she goes to her friends and she's like, "Yeah, no, I want to go because some shit just happened." They're like, "Just stay for one drink," okay. and she's like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch. I was like, I, "Okay." It's like, what the it's fuck? Like, it's like, girl, what? Yeah, like, like nothing's like, happening. Nothing like nothing is, is happening. She's just like, "Oh, what else?" <laughs> like, it's all good. Like, bitch, where do you get off? So, um, Teresa comes out. No, Kim D comes yes. out. And Kim D is playing stupid, asking, you know, well, what's going on? And Joe let her have it. He called this woman a he crackhead. Did. He told her, go sniff he some more lines. He told her, you're too coked up to. <laughs> Bitch, snort the line off the street. Bitch, snort the line that separates the lanes. That's where we're at. <laughs> like he let her ass have it, and she starts screaming, "I, I don't, I don't play with small boys. I only play with the yeah, big I'm boys." Like she's, like she really some shit. It's like, bitch, if you don't sit your, that's how you know she's, she's. That's how you know she was coked yeah. up. Also, too. Also, too. This monster just hit me, and this was the most exciting part of the series. So I'm really excited. So, <laughs> when she makes the announcement that after the fashion show, they're going to have the after party, where she's talking about how much fun they're going to have, she's like, and then we're going to get drunk, and we're going to dance, and it's going to be fun. We're going to have fun. Yeah, baby. Oh. Fun. The minute that that happened, I was like, you yeah. are blowed out no, of your mind. Like, I knew mind. I was like, oh, no, this hoe is high. But, <laughs> but hearing, hi. you, hearing it, 
just like drove that point home. <laughs> yes. Fun, baby. Yeah, we're gonna have fun. I was like, yeah, you are. You're not toasted, ma'am. You're yeah, the no, whole you're, fire. Yeah, you're gone. Like you don't even exist anymore at this point. <laughs> <clears throat> um. So Joe and Kim D have words. Uh, Joe and Melissa are getting ready to leave. Melissa just wants her car. She wants to go. Everybody's getting ready to leave. And Jacqueline confirms to Joe and Melissa the depth of the text messages and what was going on. Just then, Teresa comes out and sees Jacqueline talking to her brother. And brother and Melissa go off of Teresa Inform Teresa that we know you set us up and this is some bullshit and fuck you and you're not family and all of that. And Teresa turns to Jacqueline, not Kim D, and blames Jacqueline, saying that Jacqueline set all of this up to set her up. Yep. Not even Kim D, who was the one who, who did it in your face. You in the beginning. <laughs> Who brought it to you? Who brought it to you? So that wraps up season four. Now we get into the reunion where they just kind of rehash. They rehash everything. But is it? But um, the, we the do at the fashion show was why everybody was so piped up at the season three reunion and why Jacqueline right because season three reunion was filmed the very yeah. next day. So that's why everybody was so pissed. Um. But we get to, oh, wait, did we talk about season three? Yeah, we talked about yeah. season three reunion. We get to season four reunion, and it is kind of a shit show, of a well, mess of a shit it show. It just raggedy. Like, Jacqueline is just, Jacqueline brought a book. Jacqueline really was the precursor she for was. Monique. Like, Jacqueline walked so yeah. Monique could run. <laughs> She brought, she didn't bring a binder, but she brought enough from Teresa catching Joe, having sex yeah. on the desk, um, Teresa fucking the yeah. babysitter. I'm sorry, fucking uh, Joe babysitter. fucking the babysitter. Oof. Bitch, them fighting. Yeah. Them, them physically fighting. Joe calling Teresa a cunt yeah. and a bitch. Um, she really let it all air out. Out and not just her though, girl. Okay, <laughs> moment that I have been waiting for. Napalm, unsung oh, hero yes, of Napalm. season four. <laughs> okay, so we get Lauren comes out, and one of the reasons why Lauren was so upset during camping and just in general is that she had been feeling very uncomfortable about her body. She was having issues with like the separation between her and her brothers, and just kind of like the she was going through growing pains, and she was doing it live on television. Um, so she has a lap band surgery. She looked good. She did. Like, look bitch good. looked good. And when she came out and said, Oh, I hope my Chucky's not showing, <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> when I say she came with a full presentation for, for Teresa, she was ready. <laughs> right. Red E for her. She looked. Teresa said, Um,. Oh my gosh, she was talking about Caroline's body because Caroline gained some weight. Caroline's like fifty years old with three yeah. kids. Like she, Caroline looks good for her age, and she looked good. Leave her alone. 
Yeah, she just she looked like a mom. She looked like a nice mom. Um, she goes after Caroline's body, and Lauren pipes up and says, "Do you realize that this is part of the reason why people kill themselves?" And then she looks at her mother and goes, "Sit back," and lightly shows her back on the couch and leans forward. I said, "Oh, here it is," <laughs> and she goes. When I was a child, I never accused my father of cheating. Hmm. And Charissa said, what do you mean? She said, Gia, your nine-year-old, accusing your child of um, your father, your husband of cheating, <laughs> proceeds to lay in. Charissa, don't talk about my kids. We can talk about this when they're in their 20s. Well, guess, guess who actually is hitting her 20s now, yeah, bitch, so say, we're going to talk yeah, about it. Now the real tea is is the the real tea is that Gia yeah, did do it. We saw and it we there. saw it on camera. We saw it when they were sitting in that motherfucking car and Teresa asked him what did he do the night before and who he was with and he said girl twice and Gia said why do you keep saying girl? Mm-hmm. Why does your 9-year-old have the intuition to ask that question? Also, why does your nine-year-old feel comfortable enough to ask that question? Not only to her father, but in the presence of her fucking mother. Like, they both should have been... They both, in that moment, especially knowing you're on camera, should have been fucking embarrassed. Disgusted. They should have been disgusted with themselves. That would mean that... And Lauren points that shit out. You have to have a certain sense of... Like a sense of morality, a sense of like any of that, and they clearly don't have that because the fact that she said what what did it for me was when she was sitting there talking to her daughter, like, "Well, you see, mommy's trying with your uncle, right? I'm trying. It's like, why are you steady putting right. your bullshit on her?" Right, and even when she made like when she made Gia so we kind of, we glazed over this too in the process of them trying to oh, get together because that was season three she made Gia sing the song yeah I skipped it I didn't she keeps to it trying to put of, that girl in that shit but <laughs> waking up in the morning <laughs> I was just like like that's all it was you know what it reminded me of you remember Saved by the Bell I'm so I'm excited so Scared. Like it was that, except for a child about her long lost uncle. Like it's yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Um. Another part that sent me when when Jacqueline was reading Teresa about Joe cheating, and Teresa gets in Joe's face and goes, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "Oh my god, just so what? Like why are we what?" Caroline's face through the whole reunion literally is just what the hell am I doing here? She was all over. She was see, crazy. You see somebody you know start acting like wild because it's like whatever the circumstances may be. It's just like what the fuck is happening here? Am I in the Twilight Zone? Like, right. We, did you remember when Melissa was talking to Teresa about her being called raccoon face? Yeah. And Teresa goes, I didn't say it, my husband did. And, and Melissa's like, well, your husband called me raccoon face. And Teresa goes, well, he wasn't talking about you. He was talking about Kathy. And poor yeah. Kathy's just sitting there like, well, exactly. fuck my drag. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, only other big moment really was... 
the between Kathy Teresa with this small appearance of Rosie. Oh. <laughs> Love Rosie. Rosie. I thought Rosie was gonna storm through that bitch like a bull. So I thought she was about to take everybody. Bitch. Rosie is another unsung hero too. Yes. Like, I want to do a Rosie appreciation Rosie's one day because Rosie is. I live for <laughs> Rosie. When Kathy said, "Your mother's a liar," <laughs> told Teresa to her face, "Your mother's a liar," and then a few minutes later, "Your father's a coward." <laughs> Teresa then goes, um, these, they, their father wasn't even around. They idolized my father. And Rosie is in the background. Don't you fucking talk about my father. He's fucking untouchable. I'll cut her fucking throat out. And then you just, you literally just see this little purple dot slowly Mm. move in the background, hunched over, pacing behind the wall. (laughs) Like she... She was going to drag. She was going to drag Teresa. That bitch was going to beat her ass. And there was no one that could stop her. For real. And if Lauren, once again, unsung hero of season four, had not been back there to calm Rosie down, it would have been a whole other kind of affair. Bitch, her lace would have went flying. That Christmas pageant dress, as Caroline so eloquently put it, would have went flying. Like, girl, Caroline, probably Caroline's rose, blubber, blubber, and blubber, as Sharissa put it, they would have stayed in place because Caroline would have got her ass up and exited the room. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. So pretty much season four just ends on the note of no one likes Teresa. Yeah. And Teresa's probably going to be going to jail. Yeah. So I think that pretty much wraps it up. What did you think of Jersey with this being your first Uh, experience? So in watching this, it reminded me of another show I used to like. So that's the next show we're going to do. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just... Teresa's very irritating, so I can't see myself going back to this. <laughs> but Fair. And it, after this, it does get Ther- annoying. Yeah, Teresa's quite irritating, so I don't know that I'll go back to... I might watch this newest season just to kind of see. Maybe. Well, I would say give a venture into seasons one and two. Because they're pretty salacious. Right it's a lot of like... This is when you really first see them with loyalty and respect, and it's very hard hitting. Okay. <laughs> it's season one and two are pretty good. Okay, I'll take a, I'll take a gander. I guess I don't know. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies, gentlemen, kings, queens, uh, things, and everybody and everyone in between. Shut up. I think this wraps up. (laughs) Well, I used to say, ladies and gentlemen, queens and things, but you got to modify it now. You got to, you know, you got to be a little bit more correct, you know, a little bit more correct with that same touch of crass humor, you know? Um, I think this wraps up Real Housewives of New Jersey, season four, the, the like, honestly, peak of Jersey. It was a, a fun ride. I scream throughout <laughs> all of it. 
literally screamed throughout all of it. It was interesting, I will say that. It was... Also, what we gave y'all was a really abridged version because of time. So we just wanted to hit the major plot points that kind of drove the story. So I would say if you have time and if you like a good, like a good trashy show, watch it. It's available on Hulu, Peacock. And I think if you want to buy the season, I think it's available on YouTube. And Amazon Prime. Also, you can. Oh, Amazon Prime. Um, also, you can reach out to us uh, at Write the Rewind on Instagram. I had to think I'm about like, that. Don't know this. Write the Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Write the Rewind on Instagram and Reality Rewind 2 on Twitter and Write the Rewind on Gmail. You can find me on my personal social, which is Avalon Altamont, aka Free to Slaves, on Twitter. Um, I'm also Detroit Femme 313 on Twitch, where I like to get drunk and DJ and sometimes embarrass myself in front of my house plants on camera. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in one place. I am on Instagram at fashionably underscore now if you want to see me do my makeup a lot. Plus, you got other podcasts, oh, too. Oh, yeah, I do have like nine other podcasts, huh? So, if you're a true crime buff, you can listen to Crime and Wine. We release every Friday. And if you just want to hear me talk shit with my sisters, the Sister Time podcast comes out every Wednesday. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all stay blessed and catch us next week. <laughs> oh, God. He's dying. <laughs> I'm always dying. I'm so nasally. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>